Hello punters, welcome to Golden Slipper Day, off the map version. We normally try and keep this to about eight, nine minutes or so, but there's a lot to get through this week as I welcome you in. Lee Dalton, excited, what a big day. Thank you Brad, it's huge. And yeah, we sat here a moment ago and we said, how are we going to get this to eight minutes? No, it's going to be closer to an hour. (laughs) We won't do that to the participants, we'll uh, get through it as quickly as we can, but there's a lot of... uh, Juicy topics to discuss. Yeah, the first of those, uh, race one, I guess we'll start at the top. Now, there, you've got this as being a, a fast early speed, the birthday card. Uh, interesting kind of race, sweet scandal to maps outside of Mollyfield. But I guess the interesting point for me is where resin could potentially be, because we've seen it go forward, we've seen it go back. Where have you got it? I've got resin going way back here off the draw. I mapped resin back first up as well when drew wide and just began so well and it was actually the perfect ride from McDonald that day. He managed to get in, find cover uh, and everything panned out brilliantly. I don't think that opportunity is going to present today. I see too much speed drawn inside via Molly Field, Sweet Scandal, uh, the Kiwi uh, uh, Advantage and even Presider up to the 1200 metres I'd expect will be very close. So. I don't think there's a spot there early on. I think they'll have to come right back in order to find a bit of cover. On Sweet Scandal, she's missed the start her last two, but as we were talking about before we came on, you are pretty confident that even if she does miss at half a length, they'll be confident. They'll be very positive here and, and drive. From Barrier 9, definitely. I know the stewards uh, spoke to Jay Ford following the run at Randwick a fortnight ago where the instructions were go all the way forward. Circumstances were that Jay wasn't able to get in and find any cover there and sat out three wide on speed and probably beaten one and a half lengths doesn't read too bad, but I'm pretty sure there'll be a real preconceived plan to bang, let's get right forward here. All right, skipping across to the Derby Munro, all eyes will be on Classic Legend here. He's got a real boom on him and rightly so. He could be a star on the rise. A big scratching here, Yulong January. It means he should slide across without too much trouble. I think the OSL spot's there for the taking. I've mapped the Jonker in front. Uh, the Jonker wasn't flash away first up, but had the luxury of barrier one to be able to work through and hold a position on speed. 1,100, now up to 1,200 today. Abdullah, I think he'll be able to hold the lead on Jonker, even if he is that half a length slow. Uh, and Classic Legend comes across and sits OSL in my eyes. And then you've got Charge coming across from the wide gate as well. Up to the 1,200 as well. We, we've seen Charge show a lot of speed, the best... Uh, win that probably in his career was at Mooney Valley in the Red Anchor when Drew 13 to 13 and Bowman was very aggressive there and got across to lead all the way. They have to go forward here I believe uh, from Barrier 14. There's not many other options so that'll add to the spice early on as well. Just quickly on the couple of back markers here, how do you see it playing out for Prophet's Thumb and Gemsong? Prophet's Thumb I quite I think the 12's a better draw than Barrier 1. Uh, Brown can just let it all unfold, drift back and find a little bit of cover and get to the right part of the track, you'd imagine. Uh, So I don't see any issues for him. Gem's song, I think in an ideal world, they'd like to be midfield with a little bit of cover, but it might not be that easy. Uh, Obviously, had that bit of time between runs now as well. Drew Barrier won first up. The map worked out perfect. The race worked out perfect. This is a lot more tricky with the 58.5. All right, skipping across to the Rose Hill Guineas. Uh, now, this is a race where you couldn't find a, an obvious leader. No, that's right. It took me quite a while to find a leader. Uh, I've gone through all these New Zealand replays, and what complicates it even more is the majority of the Kiwis are 2,400 back to 2,000 here. Uh, Arrogant, uh, Mike Moroni's New Zealand import, 
he was able to get forward into a four position in the derby, uh, led before that at Tiarapa in the Waikato Guineas at Group 2 level over this trip. Craig Williams booked. Craig's a very positive rider. One of his strengths is getting horses out of the barriers, and I'd imagine he'll take this race by the scruff of the throat early and lead them up. OK, how's it play out for the Autumn Sun? Speaking to Chris Waller Thursday morning, he seemed pretty intent on being a little bit closer than in the past. Could that be the case? I think it can be the case to 2,000 metres, but I mapped the Autumn Sun a lot closer the other day from Barrier 4, and he's racing somewhat dour. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I was wary to... I wanted to have him a pair closer. Um, I've got him off midfield. I wanted to say midfield, but it just sticks in my mind the other day and how the Autumn Sun raced... I don't think a slow tempo is against. Uh, he'll be able to suck up behind them on the turn and his sprint's so far superior to most of these. I don't think it'll be an issue, the slow tempo. I wouldn't be putting that down as a concern for the long odds on favourite. Yeah, well, certainly a different uh, race shape to what we saw last night there with Miss Fabulous. but we did see the other day, no one really expected Miss Fabulous to do what she did. So... Mm-hmm. Nothing scripted in racing. We don't know what these are going to come out and do. And a slow tempo race, so many times everyone's got it as a slow tempo. Everyone's thinking the same. So a couple say, well, right, we'll go forward because it's slow. And that creates a much stronger tempo. Yeah, well said. All right, the George Ryder Stakes. Uh, you've got Dreamforce leading up here, of course. All eyes will be on Winks. We'll start on the, the Mighty Mare. You've got a map second last. Second last, Barrier 8, just drift back. Uh, Ring-a-ding-ding's drawn out there with her. He'll have to come back as well. Uh, look, it all looks pretty simple. There'll be genuine tempo. Dreamforce will work across. You've got horses like Brutal and Prompt Response who have sufficient speed to ensure that it's a genuine tempo and there should be no great concerns. Yeah, Brutal's an interesting one because he was kind of a victim of circumstances there last start where he got kind of shuffled back when the rest of the field looped around him in the Canterbury Stakes. You've got him here outside of the leader. It looks like the stable have changed tact a little bit because originally they were thinking TJ, now here he is in a George Rider. That might suggest they're looking at a Doncaster. Does that change anything for him? Look, the way I looked at this, we saw Brutal in Melbourne during the spring um, drew barrier one and led all the way over 1400 at Flemington where it is very advantageous to be on speed at that 1400 of Flemington last start as you said got shuffled back from barrier one look I don't see them wanting to rev him up too much here because clearly this is not um, the race of the carnival it, it'd be a bonus if they got away with it and he runs well but I'm sure as you say the Doncaster's grand final day okay the Rambet Stakes, you've labelled this as an average early speed. Now, the interesting point here is the international runner. He's eminent. Uh, the reports out of Canterbury, Canterbury Quarantine is that he's settled in really well. As far as profile on this horse, you go back through, you've obviously done your replays going back and watching yes. his, um, his international form. You've got him leading here. I think leads for sure. Uh, I had to go back to a run in France going back to August 2017. And on that occasion racing as eminent, not he's eminent in that time, uh, was able to lead all the way. Ryan Moore rode and just continued to up the tempo, up the tempo, up the tempo. He beat a horse there by the name of Avilius by about a minute. Now, (laughs) I'm not suggesting for a minute that's going to happen again, but clearly that's how you get the best out of he's eminent. So from barrier 11, it'll be going forward. And on what I saw there, he's got the speed to lead these quite easily. Okay, and what do we do with the the Howley runners? The Taj Mahal, Al Mandan? The Taj Mahal's got a pretty stamped racing pattern and that's on pace and barrier three, there's going to be no real deviation from that I wouldn't expect. 
Al Mandon, uh, last time we saw Al Mandon here was in the Sydney Cup, got a long way back. Before that was able to take up a position in the Tancred and made an early move and put the race beyond doubt. Barrier 2, D Oliver. I can't say it'll be any closer than midfield, but it definitely won't be any worse than midfield, I'd say, from Barrier 2 with the average tempo. Um, you will note in this race that I've mapped Ace High sitting up outside the leader. Again, I couldn't find a heap of pace in this race. Mm-hmm. And I went back to the Caulfield Cup. Not that Ace High ran well in the Caulfield Cup, but from barrier 15, what are your options? I think you have to go forward and try and slot in somewhere. There's going to be a big clump of them that are get-back types here. So I thought he's one that we might see be ridden a little bit more positive than the last couple. One of those get-back types is Avilius. Hmm. It looks like a tricky map for him. It is tricky. Uh, barrier 10... Look, I've got back in the last four or five. Yep. He, look, if we saw Avilius at his best, it's not a real issue. Um, I think can overcome obstacles like that. Good horses can overcome these issues. The other day, marginally plain as an odds-on favourite. Uh, I, I don't know what you can put that down to, but again, I wouldn't let the map put you off. We saw Avilius when first came here to Australia and was in races very similar to this with not a high tempo but was able to put himself in the right place and be there when the, the business end of things come. Yeah, something you've said in the past certainly sticks with me there. Those horses that are, are back markers, sometimes you can write them off being a slow tempo, but sometimes that suits them because they come into the race at the right time and have a superior turn of foot. Exactly. I'm sure the other day with the Autumn Sun um, connections would have been much happier if that was a, a bunched little jiggy-joggy tempo rather than the, the crazy Miss Fabulous tempo. Yeah. Alright, now the big one. The Golden Slipper. Fast early speed. No surprises there. They're going to Hum along here. Um, who have you got up the pointy end there? I've got the Queenslander leading these. Uh, you might give me a hand here. Fincher Veloce. Fincher Veloce, yeah. Drew wide the other day and went forward. Previous two starts to that, albeit one of them in a five-horse race, led at Doombin. I think it'll lead. I've got Dubois coming across to sit outside the leader. The blinkers are applied. We obviously saw... Um, Dubois Dubious Dubious You've got French on your mind after that last race (laughs) I'm back at Duval In the springtime lead all the way now the blinkers go on it'll be going forward Kiyomichi goes forward Cosmic Force doesn't give any ground from a good barrier Anna Heed maps nicely had those issues at the start the other day Uh, microphone right there free of debt time to rain they're all going to be positive it sets up for a very strong tempo it's a lovely spot there for cosmic force one back the fence it's the yeah perfect run and look by this stage of the day one off the fence could mean you're five away from the fence Mm. if the rain continues so um I, i don't think they'll be penning any inside barriers due to any track pattern or anything yeah the rest of it seems quite obvious you've got yes 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 exhilarates taking the medicine from the wide draws going back tenley potentially a little bit closer i think midfield i barrier six they'll obviously be that strong speed early and i wouldn't be surprised if they can just sort of cross and tenley falls in behind that uh i, I definitely don't think going to be going to have a less of a task than what horses like yes 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 loving gabby liar and accelerates are going to be faced with could free of debt kick up and i don't contest know test the lead i i didn't think so i thought they'd be willing to sort of sit a length or two back it's hard to get a read look they're, they're so hard to map these races last year i said it'd be a fast tempo and that esther jab would never get across within 150 meters esther jab was across and controlling the tempo so yeah, very careful what you say when it comes to these big <laughs> golden slippers, but that's my take anyway. 
Right, uh, the race we're going to end on is the Galaxy. Now, you've got this as a fast early speed. Is there a, a notch above a fast? Because I wish we could find a humming or a yeah. uh, flying that we could put in there because this is a genuine old-school speed-on Galaxy. Yeah, okay. Well, how have, you, how have you mapped this one? I've got Jungle Edge in front. Now, the other day, Baller Muscle led Jungle Edge. The barriers are virtually reversed here, and Jungle Edge came out on roller skates last time, jumped probably three-quarters of a length in front of them, but Baller Muscle had the advantage of an inside draw. Uh, today, switch them around. I wouldn't be surprised if Jungle Edge holds out Baller Muscle, and then you've got Nature Strip there, Sooling Ford as well. Three wide. They might be quite content to sit out there three wide on pace by this stage. Yes, well, Wallace said as much too. He's yeah. quite happy. He's going to try and teach the horse to settle. He said he would have loved to have drawn a barrier yep. to get him to, to, to switch off a little bit, but they, they'll be quite content to see three, sit three wide, whether he settles or not. Yep, that'll be another thing. remains to be yeah. seen. Then, obviously, Red Zelda's camped right behind them in a stalking position. Uh, obviously, at the handicap with 59.5, they won't be looking to do too much work early, and on the map that I've drawn, it won't be doing too much work. It'll just be sitting sitting there letting those leaders cut at each other and smoke the pipe. Yeah, speaking of smoking the pipe, Graf just per camps right in behind that speed. Perfect maps. Probably settled a little bit too close in the lightning the other day. Um, got a little bit fired up as well. Here should get the cover, should switch off nicely in an off-pace position, doing no work from the draw. Yeah, might have to come up the fence and just pop off as you touched on. Might have to, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if they shift so far away from the fence that Graf can just go straight through. And then you're going to have the closers like Encryption and uh, Piorata, for example, who are probably going to be coming down the wider part of the track. Yep. All right, we'll see how we went there for time, about 13, 14 minutes. Not, Not too, too bad. bad. Not no. too bad. I thought we would have gone a little bit longer. So. Yes. Hopefully the punters got something out of that huge day there at Rose Hill Gardens. Hopefully you find plenty of winners and we've done a little bit to help you out. Thanks, Lee, for joining us. Thank you, Brad. See you next week.